0: Excellent. Welcome to today's episode of the How of Business podcast. It's just myself today, Henry Lopez, and I have a very special guest, which I'm excited about to get into here in a moment. Um, we're going to be discussing this large complicated topic of online and social media marketing. We've done several episodes on this topic and we'll do many more. But today, I'm excited to have with us Janae Oliver. Uh, Janae, who I know because we do business with her company, with one of our companies, and we'll speak to that in a moment. Uh, But Janae has over 15 years of successful sales and marketing experience. And about seven years ago, she started a company called My719Moms.com. Uh, my719moms.com was the first resource website for moms in Southern Colorado. And today, my719moms continues to lead the mom market in Southern Colorado. And Janae works with small to mid-sized businesses to develop marketing strategies that achieve results. And as I mentioned, one of our companies, I Top It, is a customer of my719moms. We've had a Great partnership for about a year now, I believe, and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit as we get into the conversation. So welcome, Janae, and if you would, give us a little bit more about yourself and about your company.
1: Thank you. Um, well, like like you said, um, I, I launched my 719 Moms seven years ago. We were the the first to market, which is always a good position to be in, and then since then, you know now more and more mom sites are are popping up out there, but we continue to really um hold on to that market share and maintain that reach that we've worked so hard to gain when it comes to reaching moms and families in southern colorado
0: yeah no doubt it's 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 a great it's been a great relationship for us we We came to find you when we actually were working with a marketing consultant to help us better reach our audience, which is primarily moms for our one business, our frozen yogurt business. And they had found you actually for us, and then we developed the relationship. Uh, And like I said, it's been great. So one of the reasons this is such a big topic for our listeners is most small businesses – are obviously challenged with where do I spend my money for, for marketing, what works, what doesn't, it's ever-changing. And then this whole world of online and social media is an ever-moving target. So i, I would hoping you can speak for a couple minutes to uh, from a small business owner's perspective. What's going on online, social media, online marketing? Where should small businesses be looking to spend their money on to get the most in return for their business?
1: Uh, well, I mean, that's the ever-changing question. And, and that's what I tell people. I mean, as a small business owner, um, it is a full-time job trying to stay um, on top of the ever-changing online landscape. Um, there are so many options today. I and mean, my first piece of advice would be you know, to try and stay as educated as you can about what's going on online. And if you don't have the time to do that, you need to find somebody who can do it on your behalf. Um, You know, Facebook continues to dominate the marketplace. Um, Websites like, like mine that offer flexibility in your messaging are always a surefire bet. You know, if you're working with somebody that can, they can really put themselves inside what you're trying to do as a business mm-hmm. and and figure out a way to get that message out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And we we've obviously experimented and continue to experiment with traditional uh media like print and mailers. We just did a, a targeted mailer for example where we mailed a postcard. So we're always trying everything, but of course Doing online marketing, the thing that's a challenge for a business like uh, our yogurt shops or the car wash business that David has, is when we are online, we're we're not converting online, right? We're not selling anything online. We are promoting ourselves, and we need people to come in the door, and that's always so hard to measure, right? Right. Um, But so traditionally, as we all know, I I think most small businesses know enough to know that the traditional media was about you know screaming out our message putting it out there one way and now social media and online is very much about a two-way a conversation uh, what do you think consumers overall and we'll, we'll dive into moms specifically in a moment but what do you think they're looking for from a business especially online
1: well you know I like what you said about traditional uh... advertising or marketing if you will versus online marketing Um, Because that's what I always tell people, because there's still this thing in in people's minds like, well, maybe I should be doing print. Maybe I should be doing TV. Now, these days, what consumers really want is to engage with brands, Um, you know, with, with television or radio, you're branding. Okay, this is who I am. I exist with online. You now have the opportunity to absolutely engage with customers. And so what consumers are wanting is, I want to know who you are, but, you know, it's the old adage, what's in it for me? And, Mm -hmm. you know, since you have about 10 seconds of your customer's attention, (laughs) you have to be really creative in getting that messaging out. You know, what's really powerful to consumers is, Um, reviews. That's a huge, huge piece of what they want to know if I'm going to take the time to come through your door, um, I want to know that I'm getting what I'm paying for.
0: Right. Right. And to to touch on that, do you think that it's also because people now don't trust as much the message they're getting from the company? They want uh, advice, recommendations, referrals, reviews from their peers, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I never even dine out anymore without checking Yelp mm-hmm. um, and so yeah definitely they want to know uh, am I going to have a good experience because they're you know the consumer is bombarded with all of these more ad messages than ever before um, and so how do, how do you stand out from the pack and how do you establish that credibility um, before and after they come through your door
0: yeah, absolutely. All, all that noise that we're bombarded with, with st- even through, you know, the stuff we get in the mail. Obviously, all the ads we see online, all the spam messages, all of that. I think people, consumers, have just gotten smart about that, and the internet, of course, has created transparency uh, on that. Now, let's let's focus in a little bit on moms in particular. Uh, moms is a target market, as as we said at the outset for our yogurt shop, but it's a target market for a lot of people, right? It, it, why is that? Why are people so focused on moms?
1: Oh, moms, I mean, it sounds cliche, but moms rule the, rule the world. I mean, right. I literally, you know, they have the biggest buying power out there, That that target beautiful market of, you know, 24 to 45. And now with with moms having babies later, even up to 50. And then you have, you know, grandparents that are raising children. But these are the people that are running the household. Um, They're making decisions on household items, um, on entertainment items, you name it. And so it's just an incredibly powerful Market, more powerful than ever before. It's always been a really appealing demographic from a marketing standpoint, but I think more now than ever. I mean, if you look at Facebook, if you look at social media, um, the statistics, you know, women are all over it. They're, They're the number one demographic.
0: And yeah, it's, that's absolutely what we see as well. And so you mentioned Facebook, we, we mentioned reviews, where else are moms going for information about a business, about a professional, about uh, an entertainment location to take their kids? Where, where are they going? Is it Facebook still mostly? Where else are they going? Well,
1: they're going to my 719 moms.
0: <laughs> hey, absolutely. Right? We, we know that.
1: That's the hope. But no, I mean, that is part of the answer. Obviously, Facebook is a huge resource, Um, these review websites, micro-sites like myself, and by that I mean these niche websites that are in their area. Um, We're seeing a huge surge in, in groups, which, you know, my business has several of these groups, which is really interesting because, you know, back in the day, forums were a really big thing. They're a really big thing, and then Facebook came along, and the forums went over there, um, and so now you have groups, and and now actually these forums are becoming popular again. So they're they're looking to their peers, but then they're also you know looking to the advertiser for you know that messaging Instagram, Twitter, depending on how tech savvy they are, all all of the all of those. We're also seeing a resurgence in email marketing, you know, mm-hmm. there for a while it became so saturated that nobody was doing email marketing because people hated it so much. And now, now we're seeing that kind of turnaround yeah. and it's becoming more relevant and effective again.
0: Yeah, we're we're using that uh, email marketing that is very effectively at ITOP at our yogurt shop. But uh, one of the reasons it's effective is our customers are opting in. In other <laughs> words, they're choosing to join our fan club. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, therefore, our open rates are pretty high because people have chosen – to participate uh, as opposed to us just spamming them or getting their email somewhere else that, that they weren't aware of. Um, so that's worked well. So Facebook and, you know, we laughed about it at the outset, but what my seven one nine moms has done is you've created a community on those platforms. Let's talk about Facebook. For example, you've got about 15,000 people who follow you there. And so what, what we've been able to do is plug into that trusted community because you trust what we offer, and then you share it with them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, besides Facebook, Pinterest, I know you all have a pretty big following on Pinterest. Is that where moms are listening also? Oh,
1: absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Facebook is changing so rapidly, you know, and for my business in particular, and any small business out there that's doing any kind of online marketing. Facebook is just changing so rapidly. It, it literally is a full-time job staying on top of that. And so, yes, moms are starting to actually look at these different platforms in a different way. Pinterest, yes, super powerful. We we love Pinterest. Everybody, who doesn't love Pinterest? But, yeah, right. if done well, you can market yourself very well on Pinterest. You know, those businesses that are going to really shine on Pinterest are obviously Anything related to the home home improvement, crafting, cooking, things like that, if you can create a presence on Pinterest, um, your reach is is going to be far
0: yeah that's that's fantastic advice, and that's that's that helps also to give examples of what types of businesses do well because again, even if we come back to Facebook, uh, there are businesses that are more uh, likely to engage, for example, our yogurt business we do incredibly well on Facebook because it's a fun thing to engage on the car wash business, not as much because we just haven't figured out there how to engage and you know, that's, that's where we got to learn, but your the type of business that you have has something to do with it, doesn't it? It
1: absolutely does. You know, I, I've dealt with a lot of clients, you know, five years ago, People knew they had to have a Facebook page, but they didn't know exactly what they were supposed to do with it. It's like you have to have a Facebook business page. Well, you know, I've dealt with customers, for instance, like carpet cleaners. You know, I'm saying, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. it would be good to have a Facebook presence, but quite frankly, people don't want to hear updates on carpet cleaning right. every five minutes, right?
0: Exactly, um, exactly. What
1: they want to see uh, and this is where you look at the the Facebook versus something like Pinterest. You know, Facebook is really effective for something like you, Henry, I top it, where where you're saying, hey, I want to get 25 moms through the door on this afternoon. Facebook is really great because we can we can really target those moms and say today only, stop by I top it and and get a junior cup. You know, creating that exclusivity. Whereas a carpet cleaner who has before and after pictures on Pinterest, these people are going to search on Pinterest. They're saying, how do I get that stain out of my, my carpet? And then up pops a before and after from a local carpet cleaner. You know, that is relevant content for both parties.
0: Mm, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> that, that's, that makes perfect sense. Thanks for sharing that just that little nugget there I think can help a lot of people. I want to dive a little deeper now on you touched it on it and it's one of my biggest areas of concentration or time consumption and that is engaging and engaging, uh, creating the content that engages people. So we, you've talked in touch about what's engaging people, particularly mom. Talk to me about creating engaging content. What what strategies do you have? What do you try to do in that area so that people engage with your content?
1: You have to be <clears throat> incredibly flexible. You know, I have two audiences, obviously. So I have my reader um, who I'm always trying to modify my content to get them respond to. You. And then also, you know, my customers who I'm pushing out there. And and so to answer your question, when I'm, when I'm marketing on behalf of a client one of my advertisers, you know, it's it's all about getting creative and flexible. And what I always tell businesses is you've got to keep in mind that target audience and what you want them to do and how you're going to track the response. And then you have to craft your content around them. That's the great thing about online marketing. It used to be You paid your $1,000, you had your ad in the paper, and you're not going to be able to change or modify that much. Now you Mm -hmm. have that power. Um, And so I always tell people you either want to um, make somebody smile, make somebody go, aha, even shock people, or have them do an action, right?
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So uh, switching it up and getting creative
0: yeah absolutely one of the things that's worked for us with the yogurt shop, of course in that environment, people want to see themselves, their kids definitely, mm-hmm. and they in our case, their creation, which is the cup that they created in our self serve model mm-hmm. uh that, that's that you know that's what they that's what gets the most engagement but then, as you said, you know, asking them a question, getting them to engage but it but it's got to be genuine, don't you think? I mean that's the thing that's so tricky is that balance between a blatant Here's my product. Come buy it, and getting them to engage. And people can can read through that pretty easily, right?
1: Absolutely, really, really easily. I mean, relevancy is key, and timeliness is key. Um, when okay. you're looking at social media, you got to really think about the behaviors of your audience. You know, um, so like you said, people love seeing pictures of themselves. They um, love engaging in the dialogue, but sometimes, you know, it can to get your audience to engage. If you're if you're pushing social media out there and you're not seeing a response, look at the time of day in which you're doing it. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're doing your post at seven AM but you're wanting to hit moms and families after school, well then, you know, that's that's poor timing. You know, what we found is our target time, our best time to reach moms is from seven to ten thirty, because the Mm -hmm. kids are fed husband's taking care of, and now they're kind of browsing around on social media and engaging.
0: Yep. Yep. That matches with us. Our, our insights on Facebook say 10 PM amazingly yeah. is, uh, is the best time. Uh, so great. Let me then ask you now, uh, mommy bloggers. So that, that term uh, means so many different things. And, and I know small business owners are struggling with what is that? How do I reach those? How do I get them to help me from a small business owner's perspective? What does that mean to me, and how do I tap into that community?
1: Well, Mommy Bloggers has now like morphed into this really massive uh, universe, if you will. Um, I think the first thing, Mommy Bloggers are really easy to find. You, you can do any kind of search. Traditionally speaking, you know, and I, I'm sure every business out there that is listening that has been trying to target moms, uh, they're told, find a Mommy Blogger. My advice is that you want to make sure that you have somebody with a really broad reach. But what's great about them is they all have their own little followings. Some of them are really small or like mine, you know, really have a large reach. But, you know, if you can engage with them, um, they can be really good sources for advertising.
0: Okay. Excellent. And then, so when we were searching for a mommy blogger, because the consultant we were working with said, you, you really need to tap into that. And that's how we came to find my 719 mom. So what makes My719Moms unique? What What is it that you've done that has led you to this successful following? Tell me what's unique about it.
1: Yeah. So if you're looking at mom blogs versus, say, for instance, my website, you know, the thing about certain mom blogs, and this is a this is not a negative thing. This is just part of that blogosphere that is out there is they seem to be um, singular. So if I'm one mom working from on my blog, you know, I may just be talking about reupholstering furniture or I may mm-hmm. just be talking okay. about breastfeeding. Okay. What what differentiates my website is, you know, I have a team of writers that are pushing out different content, different perspectives that change every day, all day. Um, So we're really hitting a a much broader audience by doing it that way.
0: Mm -hmm. So for a business like mine, if I had not known about you, uh, I have a yogurt shop, you have a car wash. What is it that you offer a business, a small business like ours, that's compelling?
1: Well, I think for and and this is for any business if you're looking at at advertising or engaging with a mom blog you really want to dig deeply into what their reach is. You know, who is your audience and they should be able to tell you who their audience is, how they're reaching them. But with us, we are really a marketing company as well. Um because through the years we've worked with so many businesses that are trying to reach moms and right. and, and we've seen them it's the agile story, and if you're a small business, you know that you've probably done this, just moving the dollars around. Okay, well, I've tried this, but it didn't work. I've tried this. So what we really try to do is say, do you really have a marketing goal? Do you have that in mind? Let us help you develop it so that we can then put together marketing programs that will get that result. So as right. you've experienced we do so many different things to try and get people through your door or for people to opt into your, you know, email marketing campaign.
0: Exactly. I mean, the, the play date is a perfect example. You all came up with that idea of, Hey, let's, let's get some our moms to come to your establishment because they, they enjoy it and they love what it offers. And so you've helped us uh, find a new audience there. We give them a great experience They give us their email address, so it's a win-win-win all the way around. Your your followers are happy because you know you've promoted a good product for them that's family-oriented, and we win because we've reached a new audience and we've gotten to show them what we do.
1: Right, right, absolutely
0: as we begin to wrap this up, because time goes fast when we're talking about a great topic like this. uh, What other tips do you have for small business owners? We're on tight budgets, as you've spoken to We're bombarded with all opportunities to spend money. I mean, a small business owner is getting, as you are, you're getting calls every day, hear about this. And we've got the program at the high school football game, and we've got uh, this latest thing and spend money on radio and spend money here. So one of the things that's supposed to be, uh, a leverage or advantage of online is it's less expensive, right? Mm. But w- what should a business owner be looking at from that overall perspective as to how they budget, as to how they should look at how online becomes a part of that overall spend?
1: I think that it is essential that you literally picture who it is you're trying to reach mm. um, and know who that person is, And, and really think about how, what, how you're going to reach them. And, and in terms of, you know, online marketing, if you cannot, I would recommend that you get some sort of consulting or, Mm -hmm. or actually try and educate yourself, but you got to stay on top of it.
0: And in that, that if I can interject, that's the, that's one of the key things, right? That's why. When we engage with you, I'm, I'm uh, leveraging the fact that you are doing that because that's what you focus on. I My core competency is running my operations, my business, selling my widgets, and I'm leveraging that you're staying up to date on everything that's changing online, right? right? And that's, what, that's part of what I'm well, getting. Well,
1: and that's absolutely right because things have changed so much in the last five years. Five years ago, it was a lot easier to kind of dip your toe in the online pool mm-hmm but mm-hmm. now because it is changing so rapidly we you really need somebody that it's their job to to do this and if you don't have it in your marketing budget and i do hope you have a marketing budget and that you are marketing to your marketing plan um because that's the most successful strategy set aside a few hours a day um you know i follow social media examiner which is a great mm-hmm. online newsletter um, that really kind of like spoon feeds you some of the hottest topics out there. It, it, it's worth thinking about creating that little bucket of dollars, even for a consultant to educate you once a month on how to be successful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, So have a plan that that plan has to include having a very clearly defined target market. Uh, Some people refer to it as an avatar. Leverage a resource, a partner like My719Moms to help you with that because that's what you do and others do uh, full-time. That's your focus. So that's not what I focus on full-time as my small business owner. I focus on running my business. Leverage those experts like My719Moms. I want to touch just quickly on the concept of the target market because I I go back and forth on this depending on what I read. Do you believe you have to have – one target person like it's a mom or uh do you, can you have multiple target avatars or target markets
1: oh i absolutely i think you should have multiple you know okay. for instance you know if you're a restaurant yeah you you really want to target the the moms cuz what are moms thinking about where am I going to go for a date or is this family friendly? But then don't forget those baby boomers. Don't forget, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I'm trying to tell people is like really drill down, you know, for lack of a better word, who who has the money that they can spend in your organization? Those are the people you want to be reaching. So you don't want to leave money on the table by forgetting to reach out to an audience. But again, once you identify that audience, then you can start to kind of, One of the best books I read, um, I can't remember the author, was Getting Into Your Customer's Head. You know, it it really is what you need to do. If you can put yourself in their shoes, then you really can uh, communicate to them.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. so you mentioned the book, and that's uh, one of my last questions here as we begin to wrap up. Getting Into Your Customer's Head, I'll make sure that's in the show notes. What book are you currently reading or recently read that you would recommend to a small business owner?
1: Let's see. Well, I actually read <clears throat> recently, pardon me. I recently read The 4-Hour Work Week because, ah, okay. because I think as small business owners, we're constantly striving for balance. Um, that's been, been a big one for me. And I, I just finished a book. I can't find it, but um, Winning the Website Wars. Um, and that was actually written by a gentleman locally. And then anything by Seth Godin, his stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some of the books.
0: Yeah, the, those are great ones. I have the, the four-hour work week is on my stack of books to read. Well, it's, a, it's it. a
1: big read.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. It, it is
1: a big read, but you, uh, you kind
0: of – But you got a lot out of it. I
1: did. I did.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to have my daughter read that over the summer. The last couple of summers we've read a book together. Oh. That's but- cool. Things things got complicated this summer, so we didn't get to it. And then, of course, Seth Godin is is one of our um, you know mentors. Uh, the Purple Cow is one of my mm-hmm. favorites as it relates to customer service. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Those are those are great tips. All right. Well, let me start to bring this to a wrap. We try to keep these episodes to about thirty minutes or so. A tremendous amount of information you've shared. Uh, I appreciate that tremendously. Our listeners appreciate it. In closing, Janae, we're can people find out more about you and about your company?
1: You can find us online, obviously, at my719moms.com. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, Janae Oliver. Um, so those that's the best way to find me, or just Google me.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And we'll have, of course, links online as part of the show notes so that you can find a website. Visiting, even if you're not in the southern colorado market visit the website because it's a great example of how to do this right and it'll give you some ideas and certainly contact janae because she has contacts all over the country uh and might be able to help you regardless of where you are uh, to our listeners any last parting uh quick piece of advice to a small business owner as it relates to marketing
1: no just stay the course don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to, you know, start over and say, okay, I'm going to completely restructure my marketing plan. But you do need a marketing plan.
0: Excellent. And we we have a se- an episode separately on that, on marketing plan and on, on planning in general. I'm a big believer in planning. And I think uh, one of the ways that helps the small business owner, I mentioned earlier about you get bombarded with all of these opportunities to spend your money. If you've got a plan, it helps you say no to the things you shouldn't be sidetracked on or spending money on because you've got a plan. I think what happens a lot of times, to your point, is business owners, because they don't have a plan, they kind of react to this or they like this person's pitch so they give them money and they're all over the place and it's not focused, it's not targeted, and it's not effective. Right. Right excellent well thanks again this has been a tremendous amount of information I think we're going to have to probably do another one at some point uh, so you can continue to share the valuable info I appreciate your time Janae Uh, for our listeners we appreciate you spending another half hour or so with us Uh, please if you would uh, give us your feedback and comments and reviews uh, on iTunes if that's where you're listening to us And we appreciate you spending the time with us and we will join you soon on another episode of the How of Business Thank you for listening to The How of Business with David Begin and Henry Lopez. We hope you found practical ideas to help you start, manage, and grow your business. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave a comment on iTunes and go by LevanteBusinessGroup.com and learn more about Levante's resources to help you with your small business. Until next time, thanks for listening and go live your dream.